Welcome to the Tofugu Podcast, broadcasting somewhere from Japan. Our guest, James. Am I supposed to say it? James. <laughs> James is here. Hi, my name is Michael. <laughs> Hi, my name is Koichi. And we're joined by James from ALT Insider. How's it going, guys? <laughs> How's it going? Sorry, I ruined that. I ruined the whole talk up. That sucked. No, was, no that's great. It went exactly like we it planned. It turned out better, you know? I think. We want everyone to think that, that our podcast is way better than your podcast, so we're just going to blame it on you, and we're going to say that. Yeah, you don't have the big guy. I always have the big guy sitting right next to me. You guys don't have that luxury, the big guy with the deep voice. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> well, so we have you here. Uh, our, I don't know. Maybe maybe some of our listeners know about you because they've been interested in either going to Japan, working in Japan, or they are working in Japan. But uh, if you can kind of give us an overview of what you do at ALT Insider. Yeah, so, you know, I was uh, I was ALT for eight years, and at the tail end of my kind of ALT career, I was kind of getting kind of burnt out, you know, feeling that I'm doing the same thing over and over. I wanted to try something else. So and I decided, well, let me try to make a website and kind of see if that can be my kind of creative outlet. And I said, How, what, what can I make a website? There's so many websites about teaching in Japan, so many websites about, you know, about Japan in general, you know. So I said, let me try to do something different. Say, how can you be more successful and have more fun while you're being ALT in Japan? And that kind of, that, that started well and I kind of got a good response. So I kind of started doing that for a year or so. And then I kind of said, well, who else can I hit? Who else can I kind of help be more happy, right? In Japan, of course. So then I kind of branched off to helping people get jobs in Japan. And, you know, that's been going good too. And then I said, well, how about people that want to do something else? after ALT and now I'm kind of focused on those kind of those people as well so now ALT Insider is kind of about three groups like people teaching ALT right now that want to be LTs in the future and people that want to do something else after their career teaching in Japan so that's kind of where I'm at now with ALTinsider.com mm -hmm. so you kind of like walk them through from beginning like getting into the ALT thing while they're in the ALT thing after the ALT thing you've got like all that covered yeah, that's, that's the goal. Kind of. Now I'm trying to I'm trying to branch out to not just be not just LTs like people working in Japan. So now I have kind of a series about you know how to find other kinds of jobs in Japan because the LT isn't the only way to teach in, to work in Japan. Obviously, so mm -hmm. I want to make sure people know there's other options. Some people get stuck like, okay, I want to work in Japan, so I have to be LT or I have to be a Kaiwa teacher. But that's not really the truth of the matter, you know. Yeah. So you you were ALT for eight years, you said. Yeah, just about. Yeah. Yeah. So you you got to this point where you're feeling like, oh, I'm I'm not super happy. And I know, like now, your whole thing is about being happy in Japan. So, what 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 kind of change? Like, how, what was your process for for figuring that out? And why weren't you happy? That's that's another thing. How'd you get to that point? I guess everyone in you, you're in Japan for you know first three years, four years. You're like, wow, this is awesome. If, if you've been if you wanted to go to Japan for a long time, of course, like I did. So when I got here, I was like, obviously, wow, this is like you know Willy Wonka's chocolate factory in Japan. You know, like this is crazy. This is where I want to be. But then after some time, you kind of get, you know, you're doing the same lessons over and over. Your pay is not going up at all. And you kind of get, well, this isn't exactly as fun as it used to be. So you start thinking, what can I do? So at that point, with the first kind of kind of crossroads, I can say, my kind of life in Japan, like, I'm not going to focus on, you know, just doing my job and then, you know, having fun outside of my job. I'm going to focus on making my job fun first, you know. So what can I do to make this, the, the time I'm at my school more fun? So what I did was like, you know, not worry about exactly the the, the kind of the uh, company's goals of every class and the company's kind of grammar points I have to hit. Of course, I did all those things, but I kind of said, like, how can I make this lesson as fun as it can be for the students and as also as fun as it can be for me? And that was really cool because it, and I learned that, you know, if you work on it, you can make your job fun by, you know, changing how you do it. You know what I mean? Like changing how you go about things. So after that, that led, led to another three years of, wow, this is awesome. I'm having fun. Even when I'm working, I'm having fun. When I'm outside of my work, I'm having fun. And I said, then I kind of, again, got to the kind of burnout point, which kind of a, a pattern in my life. Three or four years of doing the same thing. I kind of get a little bit, you know, I need to change it up. So then I started ALTSider.com to try to help people do that as well. 
So it was kind of like you, you had to change change the way you looked at your job. You know, when you fir- you hit that first uh, like point where you kind of didn't feel so happy, right? And you yeah, exactly. And so the the job was kind of kind of lagging for you. So you you put some more. I guess effort or, or something to like make that more fun. Yeah, it's not even like effort. It's kind of like I don't like to say effort. That means people get scared. Like, oh, I have to do more stuff, and that's not even the case because I was planning like way less than I used to be when I wasn't having fun. When I started, like, okay, I just want to make this as fun as possible for everyone around me because when your students are having fun and the teacher you're working with is having fun and you're having fun, that's just like the, t- the the class goes by in like a flash. You know, like it's the opposite of work basically. If you can get to that point. Now I know it's it sounds it's way easier to say than to do, but. If you can kind of change how you're doing things, I feel like you can make anything fun if you want it to be fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think I think a lot of ALTs, they're, they're in similar shoes as you, but not all of them actually go through the trouble of, of you know, figuring out how to have a better time. Mm-hmm. So that's that's where you come in right now. Mm-hmm. So can you tell me about some of the stuff that you do for for current ALTs and how you help them make their life more fun? Yeah, sure. So the first first thing I did was the biggest one is I said, okay, how can I make the ALT job easier for people if they don't want to follow my kind of my advice on, you know, staying out of the teacher's room because that gives you more freedom to do what you want. How to, you know, how to talk to your other teachers, how to make that, you know, make those connections easier to work with. If you want to ignore all that, I, I made lesson plans for the entire elementary school curriculum. So like to take that out of ALT's hands that don't want to do that, you know? So if you want to make it easy as possible, here's all the lesson plans you need for the whole entire year. You don't have to get anything ready here. There's that. That was kind of the first big one. That was a huge project that took me like a, more than a year to get ready. Yeah, that sounds um, like a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was I, I, after it was over, I was like, damn, am I sure I wanted to do that? But now it's too late. Um, then I started doing the podcast, which kind of like get, give people different perspectives on how they people do the ALT job that are doing it successfully, of course, to kind of hear from other people because, you know, in Japan, you can kind of get in your own kind of bubble where like, this is how I do it. I'm stuck in this, on this, on these tracks and that's it. But if you get kind of different perspectives, you learn from people how they do something and they might do it better than you. And it's really good to hear other kind of perspectives on how to do any, any job really. You know what I mean? So that's kind of the two main things is how to, how to, you know, a lesson plan that make it easier to do, you know, you don't do any planning. Planning is gone. That's what makes a big, the biggest part of the biggest time sink of being ALT kind of is the lesson plan. So took that out of your out of the people's hands that don't want to do that. And then I also give advice in articles and stuff like, you know, like I said, this, you know, things like that people don't think about, like if you have free time, staying in the classroom the whole time you're in, the, you have free time is not a good idea because that makes that lo- lessens your value in the school. Unless other people, you know, don't take you seriously. Like, oh, he's always at his desk just sitting there. What is he doing? You know, I advise like, you know, getting out of the teacher's room, doing stuff in your class. And also it's more fun for you. So just little kind of things like that. I was going to say hack and I'll punch myself in the face. Never say hack <laughs> for that kind of stuff. But little kind of things you can do to make your job better and to be a more successful teacher that has more fun, which is the, my, I think, the main goal. Yeah, I was looking at, uh, at some of your sample lessons, lesson plans and I guess, what was it? You get a full year of elementary school plans or mm-hmm. whatnot for was it one hundred and thirty seven dollars? Yep. Yeah, and I mean, if you, I, I think a lot of people think that's a lot, but if you think about it, like the amount of time that you have to spend on those things. <laughs> yeah, it's like if you take away fifteen minutes of your fifteen minutes for each class, like it yeah. saves you like two hours a day or something, you know. So definitely, think, mm-hmm. I think more than that, it feels like. Yeah, that's that's not bad at all. Um, one thing I do want to ask, and sorry to change the subject, I'm I'm looking through your site right now. Who's this? Who's this sneaky little spy boy? That's all over your website. <laughs> the Spy Boy was the original logo for the site that because um, mm-hmm. I did I was still an LT when I started the site, right? So I was like, mm-hmm. I want to follow the rules. I don't want to yep. don't want to show myself and make money in a different way, which is a ridiculous rule that I followed for some reason. But right. he was kind of me. He was kind of me at that time. And then since then, I've kind of changed my logo. You know, sadly for some people out there, showed my <laughs> face more on the website. 
So now it's more, I'm kind of trying to make myself be the face of the site instead of the spy guy, even though I still have a soft, tar- a soft spot in my heart for spy guy, for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did you, you design the spy guy? Uh, no, that was a, I, I outsourced that to a very reputable uh, graphic designer that cost me about five bucks. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah it, it's basically the chrome um uh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know the chrome incognito yeah. tab it's that guy basically yeah. I, I think i might get you know lawsuit against me one day but we'll see yeah that is that is a really common rule in a lot of workplaces in japan not working at other places and especially when you're an alt and you you do yeah. often have a lot of extra time and like a, a lot of our writers are are also secret alts or they're secret writers. Or no, they're, I think I'm throwing them under the bus. Secret ALTs. Yes, yeah, I'm not throwing them under the bus right now. Um, but yeah, it's like it's such a ridiculous rule. You know, everyone does it, but they still have mm-hmm. to. I guess maybe have to say that for some kind of reason on the contracts. It's really dumb. Mm-hmm. But everyone has other jobs. They expect you to live on the ALT salary that by itself. You know. Right. Right. So so once you started implementing these these kind of fun things um, in the classroom. Because to me, like, if I were in that position where I'm like, oh, I'm not having a lot of fun, um, uh, you know, my job is bringing me down, like, my first instinct wouldn't be like, let's make the job more fun. I'd be like, let's go party some more outside of school, <laughs> party time all the time. But a lot of times yeah. that doesn't that doesn't work out. Um, so, like, did you did you have, like, kind of a noticeable just change in mood and stuff when you're putting that extra... Uh, you know, funness into your job. Yeah, I guess I guess like I got like motivation because I would go to like you know out you know out in the weekends like you said you know let me kind of get you know get drunk or something at least on the weekends I would get you know go out and like talk to people and I would meet so many like bitter gaijin you know that like oh Japan's so not fun Japan is not the experience Japan is not giving me the experience I expected and I was like all right I don't I remember that I still remember that day I was like all right I don't want to be like that so what can, what can I do mm-hmm. to not be like that because that's to me it's just a sad existence right like mm-hmm. you went to a different country and now you're just on a, in a bar <laughs> sad about the country because it's not giving you what you expected which i don't know what the country's supposed to do but i said okay i'm not gonna be like that so what can i do to not be like that and then i kind of said okay i want to make myself have fun in japan no matter what it takes you know even though i mean i was having fun in japan outside of my work but during my work it wasn't fun so i was like that's not really that's not right right that's something i'm good about that and maybe it's up to me to kind of do something about it so that was just kind of that turning point. I said, okay, I'm not going to be like bitter gaijin. I'm going to just do it and, and see, see what happens. If it didn't work, I put my, I put a year kind of time limit on it. So if it, if it, after a year, I'm still not happy, I'm still in the same place where I was, I'm just going to go home. And maybe I needed that kind of deadline. I think some people should put a deadline on kind of, if they're having a you know totally not fun time in Japan, things aren't working out like you expected, put like a deadline of one year and say, if I can't make things fun in the next year, I'm going to go home. And that kind of deadline made me be proactive about finding, be, having more fun at work, right? So like, I think some people, well, that's a good idea too. If you're not having fun in Japan, you're not having fun at your job, wherever you're doing, whatever country you're living in, if you can't make that fun in one year by effort from you, then maybe you should just stop doing that thing. If that's stop living in Japan, stop working as a, you know, librarian, whatever you're doing. If, if you can't make it fun in a year, maybe you should stop doing it and look for something else to do. You know what I mean? So you, you've mentioned a, a, like one thing, a couple things of uh, making your job fun in Japan, like getting out of the teacher's room, right? Um, like what are, what are mm-hmm. some other yeah. things that you talk about on your website or you've just told other ALTs that make the, make the job fun? Like what, what are these like actionable steps we can be like, here's how to have fun at your job, turn this job around for you? All right, sure. So one big one for me that is hard for me because I'm not really – when I go to work, I want to get to work, do what I have to do, and then go home. But one thing that really made a tangible difference in the amount of fun I was having because how people treated me was just saying hi to more people. Now, it's so stupid. And, you know, every LT walks in the room and says, oh, how good I must, and then that's it, right? But if you go around and – I made a point to talk to one teacher 
a little bit longer than that. And I would always change it up who it was. And, you know, it, doing that alone made me big, a bigger part of the school, which led to them asking me to do more things in, in the school as well. Like just that simple thing of talking to someone saying, how are you doing? You know, it's so it's so stupid and easy, but I wasn't doing it. I know most other people don't either because like, why am I going to do that? You know, well, you know, but people want to talk to you. And I think it's good to just, I, I say Ohio, Ohio plus one. So say Ohio because I must like you got to do, and then do your plus one means connect with someone else somewhere in the school. It doesn't matter who it is, not students, by the way, because students is something you should always be doing, but just, you know, do, do that little small thing. And that'll make, that's one small thing you can do to be more happy. Um, another thing is also being more kind of proactive. It, it doesn't take any more work from you. But being more proactive with how you deal with teachers. So like if you have a lesson at third third period today, talk to that teacher. Say, hey, we have a class. We have third period together, right? That's it. Now, you'd be surprised how that, that small thing makes people say, okay, it makes you – they treat you a little bit differently after I started, after I started doing that. Teachers were like, okay, it's we're really kind of part of a team because even that little just checking in saying – Third period today, right? It makes you feel like you're part of a team instead of like, here comes the guy who teach you to do 15 minutes and then he's going to leave again. You know, it cu- cuts that kind of that, that kind of relationship that's like, you come here 15 minutes, then you leave kind of feeling. And just, I mean, that, those are just two little things. But if th- little things like that really make a big difference when you're an ALT to having fun, how people treat you. I know that you've, you've done a lot of interviews on your podcast. I think almost 100 now. Or is it more than 100? Mm, pretty, yeah. Um, about a hundred, yeah. So, what are what are the things you, you've interviewed a lot of ALTs on your podcast? What are what are some of the trends that you've noticed uh, from people, like in terms of either patterns that they go through or pitfalls that a lot of people run into? Some ways that a lot of people solve one problem. What what are the things that you see from gathering all that information? I guess the biggest one is people that enjoy doing what they're doing. I guess it's kind of the stupid one, but it's just true. Like the people that enjoy what they're doing work more at it and they kind of get get more out of it as well because like I know some ALTs that do do the bare minimum, do what they have to do, leave and that's fine, but they're not really they're not really happy with their job, I think. If they're doing that, they're not as happy as they could be, right? Cuz but teachers that do more in their stu- school do more than just their you know, their class, class, class. Okay, I'm done. Maybe they go to recess. They go to play recess with the students. They go to, you know, clubs after school, you know, kendo club, basketball club, all the clubs they have, whatever. They do more than just teach and they get more out of it. So they're having, you know, their outlook on it is way more positive than someone that just says, I go here to get money and then I come home and do whatever I want to do in Japan, right? Which is fine. If that's, if that's what you want to do, if that's how you have to live in Japan and that's worth it for you, that's fine. But the people that are most successful do other things outside of teaching to get more out of it as well, I think. Yeah, and that, that's something that uh, whenever I, I'm part of the Jet Alumni Association in Portland and we do pre-departure orientation for new jets. And that's one of the things that you just hit on that we always make sure to tell people is like to, you know, get, get involved. I mean, not just because of all the things like, oh, you should get involved for your school, which is true, but, you know, it's better for mm, you. Yeah. And then that really fights any kind of like, you know, culture shock or, you know, that that's what like gets you out and keeps you from kind of turning inward and just kind of when you're in those kind of like inward moments where you're like, I want to be by myself and then you stay by yourself for too long. But if you have those mm-hmm. obligations or clubs or people, you got to have people and you got to have something to kind of draw you out of that. So, yeah, totally agree. Yeah, I think one thing to say for that, too, for that, too, is like if you kind of 
if you can make your if the, even that small act of like just going to after school club and playing a game, let's remind everyone we're playing a sport when you go there. You're not like doing something as boring. Mm-hmm. The students, you see a switch in the students that it's really immediate. And the earlier you can make that switch happen, the more you'll feel that the more better relationship you can build with the students. Like they say, okay, this teacher wants to be a part of our stuff. You know, it's just a big difference than someone that doesn't do that kind of stuff. And I've observed lessons when I used to, you know, when I used to be in LT, I would observe lessons for people. And I can tell right away, okay. These students know this teacher. Oh, these students don't know this teacher. And I could tell instantly if that person was, you know, spending time with students outside of class or not. It's, it's really like amazing how fast you could tell. What were some of the things that whenever you saw and you saw the, the difference between the students who knew the teachers and the students that didn't like what, what could you tell uh, right away? The first thing was when the teacher would walk in the room, the students would be saying something to them. Oh, hi, you know, Jason. Oh, I chose Jason. Hi, Jason. <laughs> you know, right mm-hmm. away they'd be trying to talk to them. And they'd also kind of have like, it not and not this is not every time, but most of the time I would know they'd have like an inside joke or something like they would always do before the class kind of like you'd see like, OK, they maybe they play Jenkins one time or something simple like that. But I could tell that they have a connection, that they spend time with this teacher because they would it would be it would, wouldn't be like a big surprise feeling. Oh, wow. Jason's here. What a surprise. It wouldn't be like that. It'd be like, oh, Jason's here. We're going to do the class and I know what we're going to do. Oh, and we always play Jenkins for the class. So let's play Jenkins rocks to the paper, you know, and like you could tell right away that there was more than just here comes a teacher. Now we have to learn. It's here's the teacher and we're going to have fun. You know, it's a big difference when they know the teacher and when they don't know the teacher, I think. Mm-hmm. So we've been talking about how to be happy as an ALT, but say you've been trying and trying and trying and trying and you're just so unhappy and you hate everything. What, what do you do then? <laughs> Yeah, because I, I got there too myself. You know, I got to—I didn't hate it, but I it was like, okay, this—I've reached the end of my road, and I need to do something else. So, what first thing you do, and that's—if you want to do anything in Japan that's not teaching, you're gonna have to get your Japanese in order. And when I say in order, it means just you know, enough to talk to someone and at least be able to you know say what you want to say to someone. So I don't like to put like levels on it because that makes people not take action until they have this piece of paper or whatever that says they have it. I'll wait until my Japanese is good enough to apply for this job. And that's the worst idea. You should just apply, apply, apply. And then your your Japanese will get there, even if it's not there at one time. But try before you think you're ready. Practice Japanese every day. Study Japanese every day. Get your Japanese in order. And then once you're doing that, while you're doing that, I should say, you know, you can kind of look to other things you want to do in Japan because there is other opportunities. I mean, it's not easy. It is it is like finding a job on hard mode for sure. Then, you know, it's, it's harder than in your home country for sure, but it doesn't mean you can't do it. And I've interviewed many people that have made that happen almost 20 or 25 now and found another, uh, you know, career in Japan closer to something they want to do. So, you know, you can definitely make it happen if you want to make it happen. And that, now this does take work and this does take extra effort. But if you don't want to be in teaching Japan, you don't have to do that for sure. So we've, we've talked with you kind of a little bit about before, during, and after. I thought it would be kind of fun to talk about what, what the next step is after that. Are you, are you planning on going into like how to die in Japan um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or anything like that? What's, what's the next step for you? Maybe I should ask you guys. What, what do you think? What, I've, I've, handled, I've, I've talked about how to get a job, how to do your job successfully, how to find your next job. What's after that? You know, maybe it's making a website or something. I don't know. You guys will know about that. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's finally becoming the manga guy you always wanted to be, and that's why you moved to Japan in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, exactly. It's getting, finding it. <laughs> being, a, being like a talento or something, uh, being the, the token talent. Becoming ta- a Pokemon master. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Pokemon master, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like if I saw some stuff that's like, hey, here's how to get you know, something like being a Taranto or being something that's yeah. like not easy at all and probably won't happen. But I think that'd be really cool to to just see like, hey, here's a guide. 
you know, it's super, mm-hmm. super hard and it probably won't happen, but here's a guide anyway. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, like, you know, become Lady Beard or something. How, what would I want to do after, after teaching, after burning out, like actually working, mm-hmm. maybe like, so a, like a, a hermit a or something? Man for a while? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like getting to be like... Like if, if I was a hermit in America, I'd get shot by someone out in the forest. But <laughs> mm-hmm. if I was a hermit in Japan, I feel like it would it would just be okay. I'd I'd be like stung to death by a giant hornet flock, but <laughs> a flock of hornets. <laughs> yeah. A guide on how to get drunk and pass out on the train or something. I can do that. Do we yeah. need a guide for that though? I think yeah. I think everyone knows how to do that. I think, like <laughs> you know how to join a monastery. Ooh yeah, you know would be pretty cool. That would be cool. I'd do that <laughs> too. That'd be fun. Yeah, I'll, yeah, go live on Koyasan. Oh, uh, yeah. That would be pretty cool. I want to do that now. Now um, it's getting really fun in here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, geez, what else? I mean, yeah, I guess, I guess like a guide to like your dream job, how to get that, like with the disclaimer that it's probably not going to happen. But yeah, the tough part about that is it's so, it sounds so like scammy, like, oh, here's how to find your dream job. You know, <laughs> like there's so many websites that have that kind of tagline. But yeah, well, the, you just the put real the disclaimer that says if you have like a 1% chance, but here's the steps anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I haven't done this yeah. myself, but here's yeah. how to become a talento. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we could interview like Ladybeard, interview, you <laughs> yeah. know, Bob Sapp. Bob Sapp, yeah. <laughs> oh, God, I'm waiting for that. Please contact me, Bob Sapp. That'd be awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> us too, Bob Sapp. Contact Bob Sapp, us first because we, we have someone who went to UW just like you, Bob Sapp. <laughs> Bob Sapp's yeah, senpai go. needs Thanks, to notice us. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what he's up to. 30 years in Japan, he can't speak Japanese at all. Really? Yeah, really? <laughs> oh, yeah. He's horrible. But those kind of guys have an excuse, like the sports players, because they always have someone around them to translate everything. It's like, you know, you have a guide with you at 24-7, you know? Yeah, but you'd think just like out of human curiosity, you'd just be interested in, in learning something that affects <laughs> you so you much. Think? Like just, just you know, very casually even, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Like, you don't even have to try after 30 years, you know? Yeah. You just kind of let it happen. Those guys don't want to be in Japan in the first place. You know, they're all, they're usually those guys are in Japan because they can't make it somewhere else, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, like, oh, true. God, I got to go to Japan. Yeah, I think he couldn't make it in the NFL or something. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should edit that yeah, out. Exactly. Otherwise, he won't come on the podcast. Yeah. We'll edit out, um, <laughs> and we'll replace it with, Bob Sapp, what a guy. Man, he could have been in the NFL. <laughs> yeah. He could have been a star, but he chose to go to Japan and be in commercials and Which hang out with better. Morning Musume. Or AKB48 or whatever. And just yell things. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how to be Bob Sapp. Yep. That's the next step. That's a good guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll work on that. Yeah. So, <laughs> right, know, we have derailed. <laughs> lots of exercise. Or we've re-railed. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe we found. We've, we've given you all the next steps for your business. And you're, you're free to use them. <laughs> yeah. As many as you want. All right. I'm contacting Bob Sapp. Excellent. Today. Sweet. Cool. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for, for coming on the show today. Yeah. Yeah, sure. It was a lot of fun. I'm enjoying your podcast, too. You, you're, you know, just started, but keep it up. So yeah. Sounding thank good. You. Thank you. So thank everyone. You, James Senpai. Yeah. Check out James Senpai's <laughs> uh, website, <laughs> altinsider.com. Check slash out senpai. his. Yeah, slash Senpai. It might be a page. Uh, Hashtag. His podcast, ALT Insider, the podcast. Not to be confused with ALT, right? <laughs> insider.com that's a different podcast that's a different podcast don't listen to that one um, <laughs> that's and, pronounced alt i believe not alt yeah um and also uh james is writing a, a guest post for tofugu which ooh, isn't done right that. yet but maybe if you're listening to this in the future it'll be on tofugu but if you're listening there to you this go. like right this second as soon as it's posted it's it's not up yet <laughs> but it will yeah. be <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's the in short order. podcast yeah Thank you so much, James. 
Yep. Thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah, and uh, good luck with everything you do. Bloop. You too. Sorry, I blooped over Bye. your YouTube. We're done. <laughs> the bloop okay, was the cut, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> we're still new to this, so we're just making sounds when we don't know what we're supposed to do. <laughs> and then just Jamal, whistling. And it's it. Yes, Jamal, you can you can hit stop recording. <laughs> stop looking at me. Thank you.